this is Jill. And Kayla, formerly known <laughs> as Pepto-Dismal. For one episode. One episode. Of this wonderful podcast called I, I Wanna, Wanna Wear Your Skin. skin. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Nailed it. So, before we begin, we have discovered there is yet another podcast that drinks and watch Lifetime and sometimes Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. What was it called? It was called Lifetime Uncorked. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great name. Fantastic. Great name. And it's led by Patrick Serrano with his quote-unquote sidekick Drew Bear. Mm. And they have alternating guests each episode as they review a Hallmark or a Lifetime TV movie. I have not listened to it yet. I learned about this right before we watched the movie that we're going to talk about today. Um, But there's space for all of us. We'll say that yet again. Yeah. I mean, if there can be like a thousand bajillion true crime podcasts, there can be three Lifetime Made for TV movie podcasts. Like, the the market is right. Hop on it, people. (laughs) (laughs) And, and And if this inspires you to review poorly made TV movies, whether it's Lifetime or TNT or sci-fi, like, there's more, more, like, please just hop, hop on it. Do you think Um, there's a podcast where people drink and review Disney movies? Now I do. Not, like, not Disney movies, but, like, Disney TV movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I feel like there is something for the nostalgic factor of it. Like Smart House. Yeah. Oh, Uh, my God. That would be incredible. But it would just be a podcast of me being like, I love this. I love this. (laughs) This is so good. This is the best hour and a half I've spent today. Five stars. Five stars. Everything would be five Mickey Mouse ears. I was trying to think of something good. Yeah, that's good. Or Mm -hmm. like five Cinderella wands. Yeah. Yeah. Five shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did, however, listen to a little bit of their podcast. It's super funny. Um, They have a great voice, and they're comedians working out of the Chicago area. So definitely subscribe to their podcast and check them out and support Lifetime, y'all. Yeah, but get your subscription if you don't have it yet. Again, we are not paid to say this. We just want our blankets. Yeah, we just want our blankets. (laughs) Is this week three of no blanket? I believe it is. It is. But again, I did not get a tracking number, so no idea. Yeah, and you're on week three. I was actually super late to the game. and I waited, um, which means I will probably be getting my blanket a week or two after Jill, and I hope to God she lets me share it. Yeah, because otherwise you're gonna freeze. I'm gonna freeze. I'm gonna freeze in the middle of August when it finally <laughs> shows up. Because your toe wasn't covered. Yeah, by your lifetime it's just, blanket. That's when I want my fleece blanket to show up. in the dead of dead of summer. Mm-hmm. So that's when it's gonna show up. Um, and the other thing we wanted. To say, I think that was actually it. Well, also briefly mention my name change. Right. It obviously isn't going to be very impactful for this show because this is its second episode. <laughs> and We've I. We've got fans already. I, yeah, oh, just a 10,000 Babe Score fans already <laughs> uh, on yeah. episode two. But I've been using this moniker of Pepto Dismal for a few years now. When I did a horror review YouTube series called Horror from Beyond with my partner Brian Beyond. Fantastic. And uh, Pepto Dismal was just something that I came up with that I thought was super funny, but then I haven't used it for the past couple of years. And uh, after discovering the first lifetime podcast that I didn't know about, I was like, I should Google Pepto Dismal. 
see what comes up. And it actually turned out that there is an amazing working drag queen who's using Pepto-Dismal as their moniker and has an Instagram and some YouTube performances up. You should also check them out. They are killing it. And they are much more worthy of the Pepto-Dismal mm. name than I am. And if my work really wants to come after me for talking about Lifetime movies while drunk on the internet, then you please don't fire me. Just, <laughs> please let me keep working there. But if they do find out about it, that means that we would probably reach our 10,000 babe score and that we're probably ultra yeah, famous and that I can, I can leave... The grocery store. For I want to wear your skin. For I want to wear your skin. That's the dream. That's the dream, guys. So, that's where we're at. I'm still Jill. Thank uh, God. Yeah. As yeah. far as I know. Yeah, you're, you're Jill. Yeah. You're a good great. Jill. Okay, cool. Um, so, the movie that we are reviewing today is titled Killing Daddy. Yes. Yeah, it used to be called My Father Must Die. Uh, not sure which one's better. I, I think Killing Daddy. I also think Killing Daddy, uh, mainly because it has that creepy daddy yeah. word in it. Yeah. And I was gonna daddy. bring my phone in to read oh, the synopsis. I got, I got it. Um, but I had one job to do, <laughs> and I managed to not do it. Um, I'm not gonna blame the Rainier, but I'm gonna blame the yeah. Rainier. Yeah. We love you, Rainier. Thanks. Also not sponsored, but would gladly be sponsored. Oh, man, if, if you want to, come on over. That would be just the perfect pairing, I think. Yeah. Rainier and Lifetime Movies. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're gonna read the synopsis this week, uh, and probably, maybe every week, we'll see. Um, so IMDB had the, um, better written synopsis so i'll be reading that when callie discovers that her father has had a debilitating stroke she sees it as the perfect opportunity to return home and seek justice for her mother dun 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 yes yes and boy is that what it's about it it's very Mm, kind of yeah it's pretty straightforward yeah uh as opposed to the last movie where bad sister could have meant so many things so many killing daddy really just means one thing it does my father must die daddy daddy dead daddy dead daddy um all right and so we have um one main character mm-hmm. uh callie or Callista, Callista but sure. goes by callie throughout uh-huh. the movie she, we learned, was 21 when this movie was filmed, which is just wild. Yeah. Um, hard to believe. Because she looks like a hard 31. She does. She looks like she's seen some shit. And I think it's probably just mainly from the amount of makeup Lifetime is pushing on their actresses. It is a lot. That, you know, it's just like, it's like the toddlers and tiaras effect. You just smear enough foundation on someone and you can look a decade older. And I think that's what happened here. Yeah. It's kind of, it's rounding out my day of watching makeup tutorials on YouTube. Mm -hmm. This this whole movie. Yeah. Has it ever made you feel like these contourists are just... Yeah. Yeah, like you don't have your shit together because you can't pat out your face. I tried to make a makeup tutorial video showing how to do a cat eye and the two seconds I was doing the cat eye wasn't on film, so... (sighs) 
I tried here to, we are. I tried to contour once, and I just looked like a cat. So <laughs> I feel like you're one step closer than I am. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So that's coming next. If you like this, you'll love our makeup tutorial oh, video. Stay tuned. Uh, okay, so it opens up uh, with Callie getting fired from her waitressing job at what I can only imagine is titled The Diner. Yeah, always. Um, or even The Truck Diner. The Truck Diner, yeah, absolutely. Um, and she was fired for stealing... Um, and then lying about stealing. And we really get the impression right immediately that she is a quote-unquote bad girl. Oh, yeah. She's tough as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, she ha- gives no shits about the fact that her boss videotaped her stealing from the till. Nope. And, in fact, kind of blames him for it. Yeah. Like, well, if you didn't put a video camera there, well, then maybe you wouldn't have caught me. So, <laughs> sounds like it's your problem, dude. On top of that, she gets in her car and she has fuzzy dice hanging from the rear view mm. mirror. So we're getting a real um, stereotyped understanding of who Callie is. As a first class stand-up citizen, $16 in her bank account. Oh, yeah. When she tried to withdraw some money. Broke as shit. Uh-uh. But yet again, perfect hair. God, just perfect hair. Just flowing locks. She kind of looks like an evil Snow White. Yes. What, yeah, just like porcelain That foundation skin. is not her skin tone. No, no. Uh, and she's wearing like bright red lipstick. Yeah, you better not take a tissue to that face. Because uh-uh, that'll, uh-uh. that'll come right off. Yeah. Um, she's gorgeous though. Yeah, she is. Uh, then she steals her ex-boy... Well, I think he's an ex-boyfriend, I'm assuming. She's... she's uh, jumping out of a window to get away from him. He's so. and he's pretty passionate. Yeah. You know, usually passionate is a word to describe Jake. Oh, sweet Jake, <laughs> Jake Bad Boy Watkins, also <laughs> also known as the actor of S- Sebastian Bigot. Which, honey, you gotta change that name. <laughs> like Jake Watkins is an actor's name. Sebastian Pigot, your God given name, <laughs> is not gonna get you anywhere. Uh, but he has been a couple episodes of Channel Zero and Bomb Girls, which are both on network TV, so good for you for keep on working. Um, but Jake just plays kind of the stereotypical idiot, asshole, bad boy boyfriend. A hundred percent. Which every Lifetime movie needs. They didn't flesh out his character Mm-mm. at all past those four adjectives. No. <laughs> but in the opening, I would say the first part of the movie, it really does show that Callie is a hustler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. uh, she's... Sealed Jake's truck. Yep. Gets, rides off into the sunset with it. And then, and then when the sun goes down, she runs out of gas because girl wasn't paying any attention while she was driving through the woods in the winter. Just If you're just riding around the buttfuck nowhere, Missouri, just don't pay attention to that gas gauge. No need. No need. Mm-mm. No. So she calls home. She's desperate. She's running from Jake. She has no money. So she calls home and uh, a lady answers who I assume is her mother at the time. Yep. And, uh, and she's just like, hey, I'm in trouble, I need help. And this lady that we, we don't really know who she is, just obviously she's the person that picks up the home phone, um, tells her the big news, which is her father had a debilitating stroke. (laughs) As said in the synopsis. excuse me, her daddy (laughs) had a debilitating stroke and she needs to come home. 
Make some peace. And so she does. Mm-hmm. To, uh, to an Airbnb mansion, we can only assume. Mm. It is huge, their I house. Sw- I swear to God, Lifetime is only spending their budget on part-time boarding schools. That's it. And McMansions. Mm-hmm. And hairstyling products because that's... Absolutely. That must be most of the That's it. That's absolutely it. Because there's nothing else going into lighting, character development. Whiskey is just straight up whiskey. Backstory. Yeah. Who needs it? Yeah. They got to cut the plastic label off the Parmesan sprinkler (laughs) on the table. They're not... They're not putting a lot of cash into anything else. Oh my goodness. Oh, I was like, why did I write down Killing Daddy's Mistress? But that's what we came up with as the um, sequel to this movie, I believe. Yes. Yes. Killing Daddy's Mistress. Part two. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of flashbacks throughout the movie, but especially in the beginning, uh, to when Callie was younger but not very young, not and at then all. times when she is very young, um, and they really don't give you any backstory. No, they they really just tell you that she had some conflict with Daddy, and that she has some bad memories of her mother. And then it just, yeah. it stops there. Yeah. And uh, you you see her getting picked up at the bus station because she buses back home. Right. By this lady who you assume, stepmom, mom, you, you have no Hard fucking idea. Say. Yeah. And her sister, right? Yes. Yeah. Her, well, as she points out, half-sister. Half-sister. Yes. There's a difference. No idea who her mom is. Nope. Um, younger, older, they look the same age. They, yeah, they could be twins. Yeah, they're once just, again, they're, yeah, I don't know. they're just not really developing a timeline here with these Mm-mm. people. Turns out that the lady is the housekeeper. Uh, not really clear anything outside of that. Like, they definitely, she seems like more than the housekeeper, but no one says anything her role is quite strange. Yeah. yeah. Because at first we thought that she was Callie's stepmom, mm-hmm. mom to the sister. Callie mm-hmm. must be the older sister. Mm-hmm. Um, no, none of that true. It, it takes almost the entire movie for you to discover that this lady is a caretaker who is now having an affair with the dad. The sister isn't younger, but in fact older from a previous marriage. And Callie's mom... Murdered herself. Murdered herself. Yeah. In a very beautiful bathtub. At least, I think they're insinuating that she murdered herself. Yes. But someone could have murdered her. Yes. I mean, all... Again, that could be be the prequel movie. That could be. Yeah, that could be. Uh, But she murdered herself with a pretty badass looking um, single blade switchblade. Yeah. That was wild. Um, that only makes appearances in 1950s gangster dramas. Mm-hmm. Like someone in the Warriors would have it while dancing. Yes. Down the street. Right. Yes. That, uh, that's who the mom was. Mm-hmm. So, Callie, I, I mean, I can't even keep track of, like, when information is revealed because it's so inconsequential in the end. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but Callie, like, sees her mom... After she's killed herself, and then just, like, sits on the floor while her dad's like, what? And while the housekeeper comforts him. Not your fault. So I think that, I think that stuck out in her memory pretty clearly, and she also has a pretty big grudge against daddy. Yes. Because she blames daddy 
for mommy's death. Right. There's just there's a lot of daddy there's a mommy. Lot. I'm I'm just I'm going to get real what, weird. I with think them. what she blames him for, yeah, is like she she blames him for killing mom, mm-hmm. uh, and then because he put her in an institution and on drugs, yeah, I think. And, but that's it. And we say we think because we don't know. Uh-uh. There isn't a flashback. Uh-uh. It's mentioned casually once, and then it's never brought up again. Yeah. Uh, just like everything else. Literally everything. In this movie. Yeah. Uh, I, it, it is, I, I would say it's in the same vein of Bad Sisters, like, it's filmed okay, mm-hmm. like, this isn't the worst Acting's movie. pretty good. I, acting's good, they have some heavy hitters, all these people are either working or have worked in other network TV shows, so, it's not, it's not like, it's not like these people couldn't act out these scenes. Right. It's just that Lifetime chooses to not have that be seen. No. Because the real emphasis... Of the story is evil Snow White Callie and how crazy she is. Yes. Yeah. The whole movie is just um, the worst representation of mental health in America. Like, really just not accurate at all. And uh, it's just a bunch of people calling a girl crazy. What? Yeah. Lifetime? Lifetime doing that? Not understanding mm-hmm. mental health and just every woman is crazy and disturbed? Mm-hmm. That that seems like a stretch, Jill. That seems... You're right. You're right. I, I don't know. I just don't really get that vibe from Lifetime. lifetime. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, it, this must be a one-off. This can't possibly yeah. be every fucking movie <laughs> that we're going to watch. Yeah. Or is it? No. Women are crazy. Always. Always mm-hmm. is the message that I'm getting. Um, and we need to be put in institutions and Please. heavily drugged. I mean, if they're giving free drugs, like, it doesn't sound like a bad deal. No. You know, like yeah. it does. I'd sign up for it. Like a box setup. Yeah, well, it's like a weekend spa retreat. Yeah, so it's like once you leave boarding school for the week, you go there. Yeah, absolutely. Figure your shit out. So this is how we're tying these movies together. Absolutely. I want when... Uh, at the end of our first season, I want us to write the movie where this is all one movie. Yeah. And it just flows. And I hope, yeah, I hope that we do that because I'm pretty sure they're all connected. There's there's a universe here. Yeah, I would say so. I'm fine if we become lifetime conspiracy theorists. Oh. Yeah, that... That's... I'm making... I get excited. Cards. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. It's just... It can be, like, an I believe shirt, but just with, like, a woman giving crazy face. Crazy. Like, I believe. <laughs> uh, so, Callie... Callie gets picked up at the bus stop. They take her to the hospital. Daddy's fucking zoinked. Daddy... Oh, yeah. Unresponsive. Eyes can move. Right. And he can breathe independently. Yes. Other than that, daddy's fucked. Daddy. He kind of move his eyebrows. Yo, yeah. But I don't think he was supposed to. <laughs> I don't either. I think that it was It doesn't make any editing. sense that that would work. Absolutely. And nothing else. And just then that's it. Yeah. Uh, and within the first two seconds of her being reunited with them, she tries to kill him. Yeah. By yeah. plugging his nose and covering his mouth. And, and then she's like, hee hee. 
Bye. Like, oh, did you miss me, Daddy? <laughs> so gross. Uh, so it's, it's a lot. There's a lot of layers here. There are. Yep. Um, and then, then they bring him back home, and it's really hard to keep track with all of the the back and forth of the time. Yeah, because they flash back, they go forward. None of it makes sense. In the mansion, not in the mansion. And the sister's in and out, too. Because she owns a clothing company out of town. It's bizarre. She goes to China. No idea what her job is. Honestly, the sister could have not been in this movie, and it wouldn't have changed anything. So it seems kind of like a throwaway character there. It was like they maybe the whole idea stemmed from... The line where she's like, I didn't want to kill my sister. Yeah. And then that they were like, well, then we have to have a sister. Well, there the we go. Gotta do it. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, after he gets home, uh, Cowie starts doing some investigating and yes. goes into his office. As you do. Finds out she's been written out of the will. Yeah. She reads a copy of the old will, but in the new will that he also has a copy of, she's been axed. But not axed. She still gets $100,000 right. if he dies. Which would change my life today. Right. If you gave me $100,000. Yeah. And she's like, that's not good enough. But also, <clears throat> what, like, she left town because they had, what, I, I, I'm i unsure, but because they had, like, put her in an institution, she didn't like it, so then she fled, and then he's like, you're dead to me, you're, out, you're only getting 100000 I guess so, because, yeah, because they never explain why they writ her, writ her out of the will, or why she left town, or why they're not on speaking terms. No. This is all just you and I just making <laughs> the connections for Lifetime, which is just, I feel like that's just gonna, us every episode, let's put the pieces together. See, and here's the bullshit about that, is this is now Lifetime, a network for women, making women do the fucking emotional labor of what does this movie mean? And I'm tired, <laughs> Lifetime. I'm tired. I'm tired of watching your shit and doing the work. <laughs> so meet us in the middle. <laughs> meet us in the fucking Sponsor middle. us. God damn it. Okay. Or at least put us in a writing team to be like, hey, Fuck yeah. those flashback sequences aren't even connected. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should, you know... Throw in a sentence here and there <laughs> to make this whole thing cohesive. My goodness. Guess not. Oh, uh, but also in her in his office, she finds the world's largest handgun. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm pretty does. sure is a cannon. Yeah. I think it's a hand cannon, <laughs> actually. I think it is. I mean, it seems like something that he would have. What was his name, George? Oh, that's on the first page that I (laughs) threw on the floor. Yes, his name is George. I've only been calling him Daddy, last name Ross. Completely irrelevant. (laughs) Uh, His real name is William R. Moses. He's been in Big Love, Mad Men, American Horror Story, and Homeland. Oh. But it doesn't matter because he didn't speak a fucking word. Not one. Well, well the in flashbacks. the flashbacks. <laughs> the flashbacks, he goes, I love you. You're starting to sound like, don't say it, Daddy. mother. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, he, he, he speaks probably a total of five sentences in the whole movie. Yeah. So, obviously, we're not seeing his entire range. Uh-uh. We see a lot of what his eyebrows can do. Which is only something. Which is not as emotive as you're (laughs) hoping for. So she finds a huge ass gun, and then I think she starts her her evil diabolical crazy lady. Yeah, her plan. She's got a plan now, which we don't find out until step two. We didn't know she had a plan. 
Um, <clears throat> step one is seducing the family lawyer. Mm-hmm. I just wrote gross. Oh, he, it's very gross. Yeah, he's, he's much older. He's her daddy's age. Yeah. And that's... Uh-uh. It's, it's Yeah, it's pretty gross. Um, and literally they, when they're, they flash to ap- the after sex, uh, the first thing he says is goodness. Which is... <laughs> Actually, the most accurate thing that Lifetime has said about white people having sex mm-hmm. is that those are actual, true uh, quotes right. of what happens after white people have sex. Like, goodness. oh, goodness. <laughs> or, what's your credit score? Or, have you made a BM today? <laughs> These are all things that white people... Here's some yogurt. Yeah. Would you like a yogurt? (laughs) Yes, that is... I mean, if my partner rolled over and offered me a yogurt after despicable sex... You said goodness. Goodness. I'd be like, well, what what else do you follow it up with? Maybe some celery? Some dry celery? Yeah, some uh, ants on a log? I was just gonna say raisins. (laughs) We're friends. We're friends. Okay. Um, so she does that. They have sex. She's like, don't worry about it. Bye. You're married and way older and gross. Yeah, super gross. Then she gets in her car. And Jake. Jake's there. Jake's in the car. There. How did he get in the back of her car? It's not his truck. So it's a car. How? Why? Don't know. I want to know. Uh, it's not going to tell you. I mean, a good movie would tell you, but it's not going to tell <laughs> you. Uh, but what I like is that Jake threatens her with a Swiss Army knife. Yes, he does. Not even like a little like three-incher like flip blade. Mm-hmm. I, we're talking like a Swiss mm-hmm. Army knife. And I don't think it's the knife. I think it's the file. I think you flipped out that oh. file on her. I hope like, that's girl. I'm gonna give you a manicure. Watch out! In the front seat of this Chrysler. <laughs> Just you wait. <laughs> Uh, but Jake's pissed. Yeah. Yeah, he wants his money. She, so apparently the truck that she stole from him had an ounce of meth in the seat. <laughs> Which is a lot of meth. Well, it depends what kind of person you are. That's either a lot of meth or just not quite enough meth. Uh, I'm of the person that's like, there could be more. Yeah. There could be more meth in this Bronco. So, yeah. You know. But uh, we don't get to see it. Nope. And his truck is gone. Never to be talked about again. Mm-mm. He doesn't care, I guess. And, like, there's... He mentions the meth in it, and then it's just like, but it's cool. Just give me money, and then, like, it's totally fine. Yeah, ten grand is the starting payoff amount. And she apparently had already owed him money before all of this. Which is why he tracked her down at the motel she was staying at, which is why she climbed out the window. Yeah. Which is why she stole his truck. See, it's coming together now. Yeah, right. Coming together. We're doing the work. Uh, then she goes, (laughs) then she goes back to the house and I wrote the soup scene. So fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Apparently, Emma, the housekeeper, is famous for her soup. And <laughs> Callie uses Emma's soup to torture her father in just the most bizarre fucking weird. way. She like she brings him his soup in a in a syringe and her own soup and then throws his down the sink 
and then eats hers in front of him because wow. it's so good. And just making a real big display, just She's wafting like, oh, it. It's hot. Just it's her yeah. specialty. It's soup. It's <laughs> It's soup. It's fucking soup. It's not gazpacho. Uh, it's a fucking hot Jesus. soup. Jesus. And I just never like that. It's not a big compliment to a lady when you say that the best oh, thing she soup. makes is. Soup. I have to say that I do love soup. I, well, I mean, I lo- like who doesn't fucking love soup? Yeah. But is soup your specialty? Like, if you could make me the best thing you could make, is it soup? I wonder. But like a ham split pea. That could oh, be a special day. That's garbage soup. <laughs> Who no, likes like a, that soup? Like a good one. Like, like a, a homemade no. one. No. <laughs> there is, it doesn't exist. I've had a good split pea. Soup can't be acid green. <laughs> that's not soup. Like, sorry. No. If you were like Hot bacon. in a bowl. Yeah. If you were like bacon <laughs> potato cheddar, I'm like, okay, I'm there. If you were even like. I, like a good chicken noodle. I'd yeah. be like, yeah, but you the first soup you pick, it's fucking split pea and ham. This shit's b- podcast over. Bullshit. I'm walking out. I like This is me crumpling all of my hard-hitting work that I did today. Soup's not fun anymore. Uh, it's not. It's. Uh, I also don't feel too bad crumpling this paper because I got ranch all over it. So it's... This paper's gone. Yeah, I wrote, the soup scene's so fun, and then what soup is it? Well, we need to know. I need if, to know. If soup is your specialty, yeah. if soup is used in torture... I gotta know. I gotta know. Yeah. I gotta know. Is it a, is it a borscht? Is it a, uh, pho? Is it, uh, I, is it just a chicken noodle? What is it? Is it, what is it? It wasn't a borscht, it wasn't. No. It, it seemed like some clear broth soup with maybe yeah. some, like, leafy shit in it. Maybe it was miso. No. This, these <laughs> people, these, no. You're right, there's two people of color in the entire movie. Yes. Yeah. And they were both not main characters or provided uh-uh. any, anything to this anything film. to this film, so... Once again, Oof. just lifetimes sticking to their formula. We're white, crazy women. White, crazy women. Let's focus <coughs> on the crazy bitches. Yeah. Um, um, then I wrote, seems distressed because Emma comes in and looks at catatonic George and says, he looks really distressed right now. And he, he hasn't changed. No. Any facial expression. Because he's catatonic and he can't. But maybe they know because they're intimate. Because mm. they have that white person sex. Right. They yeah, grind. The goodness. They grind their pasty bodies Look. against each other. Yeah. Just, oh, Emma, talk to me about your soup. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, I don't want to think about that. I want to think about it. Soup I do. Involved. I bet she calls him daddy. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Then he dies. <laughs> yep, he dead now. <laughs> Uh, well, because that was part of the ploy is that, you know, Callie's like, look, bad boy Jake, if you want to get this money, we got to kill daddy. Yeah. Title. There we go. We got to. We got to kill daddy. So Jake uh, breaks into the house somehow. She unlocks the door for him. That's it. She unlocks the door for it. After she gets her apple juice wine. And she, yes. Oh my God. There's just so many fake beverages and empty cups. 
can't in this movie. Cup. I can't see yeah. an empty I, cup. See, I'm glad that you noticed that shit because I don't. Like my my oh. imagination just puts liquid in all the cups. I mm-mm. I yell it out every time. You and do, I, and yeah, I appreciate I that. I can't help it. Yeah. And I if I see something in a cup, then I do point that out. You as do well, too, because I appreciate it. Yes, I Dude. now know everything about every cup in in every movie we've watched. Yeah. If you ever watch Gilmore Girls, nothing in that cup. Oh, I know. And it's just too obvious in the Gilmore in the Gilmore Girls. It's so bad. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. so she establishes an alibi with her caretaker, right. stepmom, mistress, best friend at this point. best friend. They're watching American Idol while yep. drinking wine, and she leaves the door open, and he, which sounds like a great night, soup. I'm into wine, it. Oh yeah. American Idol. You know, I actually now I want soup. Well, you are a little under the weather. I am. So. Soup would be yeah. great. Soup, soup is satisfying. Mm. Um, yeah, so Jake goes up, and as he's about to murder him with a pillow, which, one, I mean, there's just so many problems, but uh, he says, it's not personal. Well, maybe for your daughter it's personal. And then he tells him to cooperate. Right. This, which, yeah, this man that ca- literally can't move. He literally can't move. He, he can blink and breathe. So you kind better of. cooperate while I try and kill you. Don't take it personally. Yeah. Can you not scream, please? Yeah, here is murder. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get my meth back and somehow. guess what? He cooperates yeah. and dies. Yep. Um, And I also wrote, because it's just wild, like, she owed him money to start with. Then she stole his truck and lost it, which had all of his meth in it. And then, because he blackmailed her for that, or I guess she, he didn't blackmail her, he just, like, was like, here's a knife in your throat. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna Potentially kill you, a knife. Uh, then she hires him for murder, for her gain. And she does offer him more money, but, like, not that much more. Yeah, well, Sebastian Colbert? Colt? Oh, Jesus, what is this poor man's name? Pet. Pig- Sebastian Piggott. <laughs> Sebastian Piggott does not play a very smart character. Uh-uh. Um, obviously, Jake is just not the brains of the operation. He is not. And so, yeah, if you, if you tell you, hey, I'm, I'm going to double the money I owe you, you just now have to be a murderer right. along with a drug trafficker. Yeah. And someone who beats on women. Yeah. You know, it's just another day in paradise for yeah. Jake, you know? He's just, he's, he's about to he's cash. like, okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'll totally murder your dad. Absolutely. This is just business. Yeah, it's just yeah. business. But instead of, like, being cool about it, Jake has to really harp on the fact that he needs his money. Right. Because obviously Jake has not experienced the whole issues of, like, trusts and wills. He doesn't get it. And He, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it at all. <laughs> Um, but Callie, being the brains of the operation, yes. has since, uh, what's it called? Blackmailed yes. Hanover to changing the wills. Right. And, uh... So she could get her money. And she's just trying to fucking wait for that shit, but Jake just keeps popping up. Yeah. Pops up at the funeral. Uh-huh. Pops up at the house. Uh-uh. Where's my money? Where's my money? I don't know what money? you're looking at, but it's the one that I'm looking into. Just, well, you better get me my money. So you come over to my <laughs> hotel tonight, and you better have my money. My turf. My <laughs> turf. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I too, am not a very strong actor, so I apologize for my Jake reinterpretations. But it was, it was pretty, pretty much... accurate. It was pretty much just that. Um... 
best of intentions. Oh, okay. Yeah, so then she um, goes to his hotel or motel mm-hmm. or whatever uh, and is like, here's some of the money. and I Five grand. Well, yeah. And she promised him 25. Yeah, she did. It's a slap in the face, yeah. Callie. And, he, and they both know it. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I can't get it now. And he's like, well, I just upped my price. And he upped it to, like, 500000 or something crazy. 100000 like, 100000 oh. And she's like, if I can't... This is probably the most reasonable <laughs> yeah. line in the whole movie. If I can't get you fifty to today, why do you think I can get you a hundred tomorrow? Like, yeah. she literally had to be like, honey, that's not how banks work. Right. <laughs> like, I can't do that. Like, you understand that, right? And he's, he's like, no, no. Want my money. I don't understand this. I'm going to Figure it out. Like, and then he whips out his iPhone, and he's like, boop, 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 here's a recording. Right. Even though he didn't press play he did on not the recording. Press play. It's uh-uh. clearly paused. Yeah. Either way, it's a recording of her... Saying that she wanted him to murder her dad, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a beautiful blackmail ransom. Yes. Recording. Um, and so then she kind of turns around and thinks about it for one second. Mm-hmm. And then shoots him in the in the stomach. With the cannon. With the cannon. Yeah, she somehow managed to carry it up those stairs. I don't know Heavy. how. It's a 50-pound fucking gun. <laughs> Lifetime. You really gotta work on your, like, props department. It's... Oh my goodness. It's like I put some coffee in those cups, get a real size gun. It just it makes a 45 look like a mosquito. Like it's nothing. It's nothing. It's fucking nothing. But as she's murdering him, she's like, "I had the best of intentions, but then you got greedy." Even though she literally had sex with and blackmailed her family lawyer in order to get more money. And well, I know that Lifetime isn't about, or they're not they're not against uh, hypocrisy. No. Uh, but, but. I just God. don't think that Callie is the best moral caliber uh-uh. for this movie. Yeah, at this point. Well, I guess she's only murdered one person at this point. At this point. She's had someone murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And she also, at this, she's, they've hinted at this throughout the movie, but she said, the universe talks to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they don't flesh out that idea at all, mm. really. They just, she just says, the universe talks to me, and then I do things. Because that's kind of the biggest problem in this movie, is that, like, we're supposed to believe that, like, Callie's crazy. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't behave... In a manner that's quote-unquote crazy. Yeah, she's manipulative. Yeah, she is planning debauched things. But th- that's not that's not crazy. Like, she's right. not behaving in a way that you would say, oh, that's so erratic. Oh, she can't be on the street. Like, oh. I mean, she did douse him in vodka and then burn his body. But she did it in such a cool way. <laughs> She did it with like a power band playing in the background, she did. and yeah. she it, and money she did the speech. Money, oh, money, money, money. <laughs> and she did it in this way that was just like, oh, you made me do this. Like I right. had a manicure scheduled, but instead I had to come here and clean up this mess. It was just cool. It, it was, was just cool. cool. It, it was, was a cool moment. It was not definitely crazy. the best film part. I mean, have you ever just wanted to burn an ex's body, an apartment? 
Just me? Definitely not. Oh, okay. So <laughs> that's Jill setting up her alibi while I am openly saying if anything happens to Brian, you know that I played Papa Roach in the background as I burned our house oh, down. Oh, boy. That's a movie. It was strong. Oh, yeah. I'd see it. Yeah. Uh, they do play that song, Money on My Mind, about 17 times. The music mm-hmm. in this movie is fantastic. Except, uh, well, not except, unless you're on American Idol. Yeah, not good. Uh, no. I cringe. I just can't. I think mm-hmm. that was the toughest part of the, the, of the movie for you. Part. It definitely was. It yeah. really hurt my soul. Sorry. They weren't that bad. No, they ju- they were just, I'm just they were sensitive. both flat. They were. And... <clears throat> They didn't, Lifetime didn't even try to find someone that sang. They didn't. Um, they could have just got What's-His-Face from the last movie. I was gonna say, but he made me want to scratch my eyes out. Uh. That's fair. Don't know why, because taking out my eyes would still (laughs) have me hear this horrible song. You never know. So maybe I could plug my ears with my eyes. I don't know. I'll I'll figure it out when I have to watch another movie with him singing in it. I'm sure there will be more. So many more. Um, And then she comes home. Callie comes home. Oh, she like went on some shopping spree at some point because she had all this money that she couldn't give to Yeah, the, the next day she comes downstairs and caretaker Mistress Emma is obviously like in full mourning, you know, mm-hmm. she's really just devastated, sitting at the table crying into her coffee. And Callie's like, Look, bitch, like, I don't need a sad caretaker, uh-uh. so you need to shape up or get out Bye. because you have a job to do. Yeah, and this is, I mean, obviously, Emma was not just a caretaker anymore, Emma was her daddy's right. partner. Yeah. And now she's being treated like this, and she's kind of incredulous. But Callie's like, look, I just this is my house now. This is a business transaction. So make me breakfast or you're fired. Yeah. If you don't make me oatmeal, I need you to get out. Yeah. Which is, I mean, is that not fair? That's fair. I, I mean, that's fair. this is my, imagine me waking up in my mansion and not having breakfast. I'm upset. Yeah. I'm upset. Get out. Get me breakfast, woman. Um, And then... Uh, that happens. Oh, she so she kills Jake, and then she comes back to the house, and uh, Emma is just sitting in the dark. Why are you sitting in the dark, Emma? She's just mm-hmm. sitting. There's no need for it. No. But she's just doing it to be creepy. She's got to shape up. She's got to stop crying in the dark. And she uh, tells Callie that she's crazy because it's the whole crux of the movie. Yep. Uh, she shows Callie that she knows she had a gun. She, like, has all this evidence. She knows what she's done. And then, uh, even though the gun is empty, she pistol whips her. Yeah, which, I mean, if you hit someone with this large of a prop... You're gone. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't kill her. I know. So... Legit. Yeah, and she wakes up tied to a chair. We'll duct tape to a chair. Yeah, because... Exactly. Callie doesn't know how to do that. And Callie's just like, oh, you know, I didn't want to kill you. We were yeah, cool. I gotta. But I got to now, so I'm just going to fake your suicide. I'm going to make you eat all these pills and you're going to die. You're going to be so devastated from my daddy's death that you just couldn't handle going on anymore. And you're dead now. Yep. You're dead now. But she she did the classic uh, mistake that they do in horror movies where she sits there and, and like, tells her what she's going to do for, like, an hour. 
And she yes. wastes all this precious time that she could have already been dead. Yeah. And Emma, being, like, probably <clears throat> the best person in the oh, movie. Oh, yeah. She's a fantastic human. And, you know, she's just like, you were just born crazy, honey. Just Which, like that was your the worst mom. Thing. Yeah, that was the worst. You know? And so she really, like, gets <clears throat> in Callie's head. Kind of... Kind of talks Callie to a vulnerable position. Yeah. And then Hanover shows up again. Yeah, the lawyer she fucks shows up. Which, it's just, the, I, I know I mentioned this earlier, but this is just what really frustrates me with Lifetime, is that Lifetime movies and shows are just one big build-up to the most anticlimactic yeah. ending of all time. Uh, it just—it was awful. It's just—it's not—it's not spectacular. It's not filled with the drama and the suspense that you're expecting no, watching not. this. They so. just—she like Hanover shows up. She's like, "You're right. I am crazy." Yeah, and Hanover walks into the house going like, "I received a message about a family emergency." <laughs> it's just like Jesus, Hanover. Like, fuck, just get it together, okay? Just get it. The fuck together. And then they put her in an institution. Yeah. And the movie's over. She was crazy. That's literally all it. Women are. That's literally it. Is is that's the final two seconds of the movie is her sister and Emma the caretaker coming to visit her in a stereotypically sad and weird Yeah. Uh mental mental institution. institution. Yeah. Um but it doesn't There's so many questions. There's so many questions. Like, was she really crazy? What did her dad actually do? Yeah. Did her mom actually kill herself? Why did she kill herself? Was Mm -hmm. she crazy? Uh, What was Emma's role? What what was Emma's role? What was her sister's role? What happened with the truck? Yeah, I just don't know. Where's all that meth? (laughs) Who's looking out for the meth? That's really my burning (laughs) question. We gotta know. Lifetime, if you know... We don't have an email yet, but we'll have one soon, and then you can email us and tell us what happened. Yeah, it will definitely be a Yahoo email, though, so it's yep. going to go to spam, just like the last time Joe <laughs> emailed me, so if we don't get back to you, it's it's cool. It's cool. We'll yeah. figure it out. Uh, but yeah, so I... So that was the movie. I want to say that I, I kind of enjoyed Bad Sisters more. Mm. I think Bad Sisters was a bit more fun. Yeah. Which I wasn't expecting to say that because of all the pedophilia. Right. And, you know, it, movies with child assault is not fun. Uh-uh. But this was just so much of a bummer. This it was just was. so anticlimactic. And yeah. Nothing really happened. Somehow more questions than yeah. Bad Sister. And then she was just dismissed <clears throat> as crazy. Yeah. When I don't think she was crazy. I think she had full capacity of what she was I, doing yeah. at all times. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, I, I would have really liked to see, like, a prison scene where Callie, like, rolls yeah. up in the yard. Uh-huh. And, you know, she's just, like, flanked by, like, tough-ass women. And then they, you know, I don't know, they dance or to yeah. money on my mind. Maybe then she becomes an American Idol star. Yeah. Oh, prison. Prison Idol. Prison Idol. <clears throat> that's wow. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's it. We gotta trademark that soon. I hope so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. Uh. Did I like it? Yeah. I was gonna say. How did you feel? I had a good time. Did you? Sort of. You didn't. Here's why I did like Callie's character. She was fun. Yeah. 
So I enjoyed her. Uh, she just really didn't care about murdering people, like, yeah, even I, a little bit. I like that spunk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I enjoyed her, and Emma was a nice person. Mm-hmm. Everything else, yeah, bummer. Yeah. Bummer mostly. Mm-hmm. Bummer central. Um, it was all right acting. I enjoyed the uh, soundtrack. The soundtrack was good. Yeah, for, like, relatively yeah. so. Yeah, it had everything from, like, bad hip-hop yes. to bad pop right. to bad rock. Yeah. Which is really just representative of all yeah. bad Any, music. Anyone could enjoy this movie. Anyone who likes bad music could enjoy what, this movie. What was our rating system? Five fleece blankets? That's right. Yeah. I I think three and a half fleece blankets. I, I say a solid three for me yeah. as well, not to copy you, but I just wasn't like enthralled no. with with this movie like I was with the past one. Yeah. So. Did we give Bad Sister five fleece blankets? We did. Okay. We were really hyped on it. I'm like, <laughs> it just it, it was spawns fun. a lot of good reactions. Yeah. And this one was just more like meh. Yeah. Meh. Oh, we didn't decide what we're gonna watch next. Oh, should we? Um, are we gonna reveal on the podcast? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. We'll keep you guessing. Surprise, bitches. Yeah. We don't want you watching this movie and then being like, "Oh my god, they really did not didn't do it justice." Keep even a little. Yeah, or like where we miss things. Like, no, 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 no. We did everything perfectly. We did everything perfectly. Yeah. It's lifetime that's struggling. Yeah. Absolutely. That's our motto. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you want to sponsor us, Lifetime, we'll take it. Yeah. Rainier. Fleece blankets. Sparkling wine. I'll take it. Just anyone wants to reach out, we're willing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all we got for you. And we'll see you next time. And this is I, I Wanna, wanna wear, wear Your Skin! skin.